0: From the NLRPD, to KTHV, to behind the microphone, it's Scott Romine with Guatney Unplugged. We are talking with a guy that has a really, really cool job of doing a lot of cool things with cars. Stuntman Logan Holiday. Nice to talk to you, Logan.
1: Nice to talk to you, Scott. Happy to be on the show.
0: And you're in California, right?
1: Yep. We're in Moore Park, California.
0: Are you uh, working on a movie today or anything cool?
1: Nothing today. Um, the only thing I have planned is I work on the TV show SWAT quite a bit, and I double the uh, the actor's street.
0: Man, that's all the
1: cool. And all, the, all the drifting and car crashes, and we have a, a pretty cool scene set up this Sunday uh, working with Corey Eubanks, actually, and, and doing a lot of sliding around corners and crashing into each other.
0: Now we had Corey Eubanks uh on the show a couple of weeks ago or so and there's a family connection there for you.
1: I there get, is, no. Um I I started out this business with help from my dad and, and then uh and then I met uh Corey's daughter from our hometown that we grew up in, San Ynez, and we uh we got married and then and then I built a relationship with Corey. So that that came after I met his daughter and married his daughter, then I became I became uh, you know good friends with Corey as well.
0: You could not have a cooler father in law.
1: I know he's pretty entertaining.
0: I mean, the guy is just unbelievable. I mean, all the stuff he's done and jumped the General Lee, and he's funny. He's really something. But the... yeah,
1: he he's definitely a one of a kind character. That's for sure. Yes.
0: Now the uh, stunt business goes back to your family because your dad Steve, as I understand it, worked on Smokey and the Bandit.
1: Yeah, he, um, you know, he worked on a couple Smokey and the Bandit. He did uh, the movie Days of Thunder. Did all the all the driving for Tom Cruise on that movie, and um, a whole bunch of other movies and TV shows and commercials from back then. He started out as a professional motorcycle racer all the way until he was 30 years old. And then he got approached by this guy, Bobby Bass, who's an old legend in the, in the stunt industry, right? to um, wheelie a motorcycle across the Golden Gate Bridge. So at the time, he thought it was no big deal because he was racing professionally and took the job and, and saw how cool this business is. And he quit racing and became a stuntman for the next 30 or 40 years now.
0: I think that bridge is three miles long.
1: Yeah, it's pretty long. No, he wheelied it.
0: And he wheelied it. Th- well, why wouldn't you? I mean, you know.
1: <laughs> on an old, like, Elsinore 250 or something. Some old, you know, now vintage bike.
0: Now, I have seen you on YouTube, and you, uh, apparently, you're pretty adept at drifting a car. What? How did you get into that?
1: Well, it's kind of one of those things that... Um, you know, my background's in motorcycle racing. I, uh, before I was ever a stuntman, I was a professional motorcycle racer and, and won some big races and, you know, won the Baja 1000 in 2011 and, and quite a few other large races. And so, so in the stunt industry, I specialize in, in motorcycle stunts. Oh, okay. And so the reason why I do some drifting and some, some car work is because cars are very similar to motorcycles. Mm-hmm. So if, if you just get out there and practice a little bit, all your motorcycle skills roll straight over into cars. So I went out just to be the best I could be in cars and motorcycles because that's what I love to do. Uh,
0: you you and I have that in common. I'm a big motorcycle guy and and was a motorcycle cop here in North Little Rock and mm-hmm. and instructor and all that kind of stuff. Have you ever run into something where they've asked you to do something with a motorcycle in a movie and you go, I just don't know. That's a good idea. (laughs) You know, if you've been faced with a stunt, maybe someone thinks is capable and they're not a writer and, and you look at it and go, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, at first it could be really scary to hear about, you know, some sort of crazy idea somebody has for you to do a stunt on a motorcycle. But what always ends up happening is we usually always do the stunt. It's just that we, we go through a process of figuring out how to make it safe and figuring out how to make the viewer see something that is, you know, much faster and much crazier than what, what's actually happening. Sure. And so we, we we pad the ground. We set the bikes up. We we get on, on wires sometimes and get lifted off the motorcycles. You know, we we try to figure out how to do it to where it's not the real thing and we're not actually going to get hurt. So, there hasn't been a motorcycle stunt yet that I've turned down. We've just figured out a way to make it safe. You,
0: you, it comes to mind Arnold jumping that fat boy in Terminator 2, which obviously <laughs> that's not a jumpable type of motorcycle.
1: Oh, no way. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was on wires.
0: Uh, yeah, on wires where the stunt guys like a descender, I believe. Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah, if you get
1: a few feet off the ground, you're in trouble.
0: Yeah, oh, and something like that, yeah, without the suspension. Uh, you worked on a movie, and I'm, I honestly, I've not seen it, but you worked on The New Chips, which I did. I'm sure has tons of motorcycle stunts. And this would have been, what, BMW police bikes?
1: Yeah, it was BMW police bikes and Ducatis. Uh, Ducati, I think they were Hyper that they turned into police bikes.
0: And why did they do that? So they had more performance, I guess, than, than the issue police bike?
1: Yeah, that was part of the story, is that they um, they needed a way to keep up with the bad guys. So they uh, they got on the same bikes as the bad guys, and they got themselves some Ducatis, and they were able to catch them.
0: I'm pretty sure that would work. <laughs>
1: I think, yeah, it, and, and as the story goes, it does.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you about some of the other. You've worked on so many things that I'm a diehard fan of. You worked on Logan. Logan worked on Logan. Yeah. Uh, the was- Wolverine movie. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, that was cool to be able to work on Logan just because my name's Logan. and Yeah. Seems like whenever I'm, I meet somebody new, they're like, oh, Logan likes the movie? So yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty cool to work on that. I I did a scene where there's a, a limousine being chased by some bad guys. Yeah. There's guys in Jeeps that are chasing them. And I'm one of those bad guys that's in a Jeep coming up alongside the limo, smashing the Jeep into the side of the limo, trying to crash them out. And that—that's a scene that only lasts probably a minute in the movie, but it took a week to film. I and then just all oh, different variations of it. And I also at time was driving the limo as well, so I'm smashing into the car that I'm driving at the same time.
0: I know that scene. You leave poor Wolverine alone. He has feelings. I know. <laughs> what about Terminator Salvation? Very cool to work first. on Terminator.
1: Terminator Salvation was the first movie I ever worked on.
0: Were Any car stunts? I mean, there were motorcycles. There were like robot motorcycles in that movie, I believe.
1: There was. Um, yeah, those were Ducati Hypermotors. I wasn't a part of that, though. I was doubling um, Anton Yelchin, who played Kyle Reese. Yes. And I actually went out to go work on that movie for about a week, and I was going to jump a motorcycle. And then that motorcycle stunt ended up getting cut. And I looked a lot like Anton Yelchin. I was the same size. I was a perfect double for him. So I stuck around for four and a half months. So a week turned into four and a half months of doubling one of the lead actors. And it was just a lot of wire work and fights. I never got on a motorcycle and never drove a car in that movie, which is funny. But it was just being a a normal stuntman.
0: And we sadly lost him.
1: Very, very,
0: very sad. Star Trek actor.
1: Yeah, Star Trek, and yeah, Alpha Dog, and Terminator Four, and tons of other stuff. And I got to hang out with him a lot while we were out there filming that movie. We were the same age.
0: Now, dude, um, he's he a cool a guy. guy. He had to have been a cool guy.
1: Yeah, he was. He was really cool. We we uh, got along really well, and it actually hung out quite a bit after that movie.
0: Now, did you meet Tony Stark? Because it says here you worked on Iron Man Two, which I think is the best Iron Man film.
1: Oh, Iron Man two, yeah. Well, that was a long time ago. I um, I didn't do much on that. <laughs> I think I I did a little fight scene or something, but it was pretty a pretty small job for me, you know, com- compared to what a lot of the other stunt performers did on that movie.
0: What about GI Joe?
1: GI Joe. I think that was my second movie I worked on, and it was the first rap I had ever done. And a rapid is when you get hooked up on a on a wire that's connected to a, an air ram that sends you flying backwards as if you were going to get exploded from a big bomb that landed. It would blow you backwards. And that was the first rapid I ever did. And I think I, I separated my shoulder on that. It was a big learning experience.
0: Wow. I bet it was. Now, you're in a movie. I guess it's out right now. Jumanji? You work on that with The Rock?
1: Yeah, Jumanji. spent two months out in Hawaii working on uh, Oahu, on Dumanji, and we're the bad guys on motorcycles that are chasing after The Rock and Kevin Hart and those characters that get sucked into the game. And then when they're in the game, everybody's trying to, all the characters are trying to get them and and kill them and get them out of the game. I'm sure. So we're one of the bad, there's about six or seven of us on motorcycles, and they are these street legal CRZ 400 bikes that should never, never be, you know, jumping more than five feet there and we were hitting freestyle ramps with these things landing on the do- downsides of mountains with big machine guns mounted to our handlebars and propane canisters on saddlebags behind you so you can power those machine guns to make them look like they're firing sure it, and hitting freestyle ramps day after day for two months
0: logan i do that every weekend i mean that's old stuff you know
1: of course you do i read about it
0: oh yeah of course i mean just for fun i'd jump these things with machine guns i mean you know why wouldn't you yeah
1: i mean it's a it's a smart thing to do
0: (laughs) it's very very cool what you're doing out there and uh, working with the rock and iron man and all this stuff Uh, it's it's living the dream i would say
1: yeah it sure is you know it's it's a pretty fun job it's kind of not like having a job it's just like you know, when you're a little kid playing and you're playing Thompson Robbers. I just grew up and I then found a way to make money doing that.
0: It's It's got to be very, very cool. Thank Logan Holiday, thanks so much for talking to us. Hope to have you back on one of these days and talk about what you're doing. Scott Romine for Guatney Unplugged. We will see you next week here on KARN 102.9.